for the program. It was Inauguration Day in Washington, a day of parade, celebration, and the president's inaugural speech. For an assessment, we're joined by Jody Cantor of the New York Times, Al Hunt of Bloomberg, Mark Halpern of Time, and John Dickerson of Slate and CBS News. He talked about Seneca Falls, he talked about Selma, he talked about Stonewall. These are the historical touchstones for a president speaking to a new generation, a generation that he thinks ratified his vision of the world in this election, in which he did well with minorities and younger voters. And so to the extent that his second election ratified the new Obama coalition and the new shape of the electorate, he so too hopes that his second term will speak to that. We conclude this evening with part one of a two-part conversation about the presidency of Barack Obama and the next four years, joined by Doris Kearns Goodwin, John Meacham, Bob Woodward, Bob Caro, and Michael Beschloss. I know it's the consensus that what Barack Obama has to do is get along with the Republicans. I'd like to say something about that. President Obama is fond of quoting, and if he isn't, I am. Martin Luther King's statement, the moral arc of the universe bends slowly, but it bends towards justice. In the first term, President Obama did bend that moral arc. He got health insurance, peace of mind, for more than 30 million people. The bill may be flawed, but it's passed. In the second term, I see it as sort of differently. Everyone's attacking the moral arc of justice, Social Security, Medicare. Everyone's saying we have to cut it back. That's the great safety net for the American people. I almost see him as a defender. He has to defend Social Security and Medicare in a fiscally responsible way. Inaugural Day 2013, assessment by journalists and looking forward with historians when we continue. From our studios in New York City, this is Charlie Rose. Today, Barack Obama was sworn in for a second time as president of the United States. It was a cold and sunny day in Washington. Close to a million people came to the inauguration. They came to celebrate and to see history. They included former President Clinton and Carter, but not President George W. Bush and George H.W. Bush, his father, because of the latter's illness. Supreme Court justices were there, as well as departing cabinet members. The president took the oath of office for the second time, having done it on Sunday in a private ceremony. And then the inaugural address, in which the president laid out his vision and his agenda. My fellow Americans, we are made for this moment, and we will seize it so long as we seize it together.